How's it going guys? This is Coach Dan Fagella of the Black Diamond Mixed Martial Arts Academy in Rhode Island here on the RI MMA podcast. Uh, this is episode 7 entitled Self-Defense Tips for Women. So uh, today I really wanted to talk about kind of a broad scope of what self-defense is going to imply for women. Before, I talked a lot about kid self-defense and how it implies a lot more than just learning to punch and kick. It involves the mindset of conflict avoidance, recognition of potentially dangerous situations, and how to get out of them or handle them effectively without needing to punch and kick. Um, the first big concept for women in self-defense is knowing that if self-defense is a real concern for you, for some of our ladies it is, a lot, a lot of women really come to us because they love the fitness benefits, they love the fact that they get to be around other people who are motivated to get healthy and things like that, um, but uh, in terms of self-defense essentials, Everyone should know, every woman should know that a fast sprint and a loud yell are more important than any punch and kick in 98% of self-defense situations. Being able to yell, being able to yell help, being able to yell whatever you need to yell, bloody murder, and being able to book it and get yourself into public, get yourself to safety, get yourself behind a locked door, those things are more important than punching and kicking. And arguably, even more important than those skills are recognizing dangerous situations. Uh, big pointers in terms of whether it's college campus, whether it's getting out of work, parking lots at night, often a dangerous scenario. If you have to walk through dark alleys, always avoid that. Obviously, stay under street lights, stay in as, as close to bigger populations as you can. When it comes to parking lots, when it comes to parking, um, big concept is do not look like prey. So this is something that all women need to keep in mind if they're keeping self-defense in mind is not to look like prey. So when you're walking to your car, don't look skittish and kind of look inside to side like, oh man, you're really afraid, nobody kind of jumps out. Not that you shouldn't be eyeing side to side and making sure that there's no one there and, and whatever else, but you should look like you know what you're doing and you know where you're going. You should walk with purpose, walk straight, and walk with your keys in your hand so they know you've got your keys and hypothetically, if someone jumps out at you, you can hit them with the keys, you can strike them with the keys, you can stab them with the keys, you can scratch them with the keys. The keys can become an effective weapon and a very powerful tool for harming someone if they're trying to harm you or capture you. Um, so walk with purpose and walk with your keys. And if at all possible, whenever it becomes uh, a getting out of work situation, a walking over to the parking lot situation, buddy system, buddy system, buddy system. Who are you getting out with at the same time? Or who can you have assist you? If you have to stay a little bit extra at night, do not fear um, reaching out and asking a man uh, if they'd like to be able to assist you to your car, if if you if they could please. You know, maybe you tell them you bring them in a peanut butter jelly sandwich or something. Most of them will refuse that. They'll be honored to be able to be chivalrous and to be able to help out. They'll understand your concern and they'll be willing to walk you across the street, up the stairs, wherever they need to do to get you to your car safely and soundly and make sure that you are accompanied the entire time. So that's one big, big, big tip. Uh, in terms of self-defense techniques, very, very important strikes are going to be knees to the groin kicks to the groin, and any strikes to the eyes. Um, a, a lot of people go after the throat. Oftentimes, I feel like it's a lot harder target in terms of puncturing. You really don't need that much pressure in order to hurt somebody in the eye. Plus, it's going to limit their ability to obviously see you, be able to catch up with you, if whatever else. So uh, those self-defense-oriented techniques are things you would actually learn 
uh, in our self-defense program hypothetically here, but um, in terms of if you're going to focus on techniques at all, besides your sprint and your loud yell, you want to be focusing on strikes to vital areas. I recommend groin and eyes as primary. Learn that from people who are big-time self-defense experts, completely agree with it. Much better than trying to knock the wind out of somebody is to get them once good in the groin. That's usually the end of it. Um, I've been there myself. I've, I've definitely been caught the wrong way sometimes, and I know how it feels, and that's about as debilitating as it gets. So these are important self-defense essentials to keep in mind for the ladies. Uh, big concept here was the looking like prey, walking with purpose, and always, always, always being accustomed, especially in, in environments that you're unaccustomed to, um, but also uh, in terms of situations where, you know, you might just feel like it's a little sketchy in general. Maybe it's somewhere you usually are, but you're still really not, you don't feel like it's very safe even if you're familiar with it. Always, always, always buddy system with someone who you're leaving work with or Ask a male if they can walk you and accompany you to your car. Big, big, big tip. So keep that in mind, guys. Um, next class, we're going to be talking about workout essentials for kids. So uh, kids are often coming to our programs here at Black Diamond Mixed Martial Arts uh, for the sake of discipline, for the sake of focus, uh, controlling their energies, having a healthy outlet. Um, and all of that stuff is helped by the fitness and workout element in addition to the obvious fitness benefits themselves, being able to get these kids in shape, get these kids uh, into a position where um, you know, they're not going to become another one of the massive statistics of childhood overweightness and obesity, um, but they can kind of avoid all of that in general. So how do you make sure kids' workouts are effective? We're going to go into that in our next podcast, which is going to be episode number eight here on the RI MMA podcast. Again, this is Coach Dan Vigella signing off, and I'll talk to you guys soon.